This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by The Free House. As long as snow is on the ground, they'll have snow globes on the patio. Book this unique winter dining experience by the hour by calling The Free House. Full menu is available along with some unique winter cocktails and food items. Dawn, have you ever seen Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? Are you kidding me? Of course I have. Well, if they had the patio domes that <laughs> the Freehouse has right now, yeah. Tina Turner would have been in a much better mood in that movie. Oh my gosh, I think you're so <laughs> right. Now, this is a unique dining experience that they have at the Freehouse all winter long. That's right. As long as there's snow on the ground, you can rent these patio domes. Dawn and I, we're not kidding. This is so cool. Maybe you have a date. Maybe you have a unique, I don't know, family event that you want to spice up. You can rent these patio domes by the hour. They're heated. You can get their full menu in the domes. And you can even get some special items as well. This would be a really cool date kind of thing. Don't you think, Dawn? Oh, absolutely. Wait until at least the third date, and then you might get lucky. (laughs) Maybe the fourth. Maybe we can recommend this for the next second chance romance that goes awry. Yes. We'll say, hey, maybe you'll get along better at the Freehouse Patio Domes. Maybe. I don't know. You can book these again by the hour. And again, the full menu is available, plus some special items as well. For more information, call the Freehouse. I got some new information. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. On My Talk. My Talk. Tell me something good. Downton Abbey fans are going to be happy to hear that the sequel for the Downton (gasps) Abbey movie has been confirmed, Bradley. Okay, the first film was a huge success. Creator Julian Fellows confirmed he will be rapping on the sequel after he wrapped up uh, wraps up other projects. The first film was a huge success, pulling in over 130 million at the box office. Oh my god, I'm so happy in these times that we live. Just you know, some old dusty British people doing oh, yeah stuff they shouldn't be and wearing nice outfits. I'm I, here for that. Right? Man, I just perused uh, on Netflix. I just perused the British TV section, and last night I found a great one that I'll be talking about. Oh, good! I can't wait. Because there's yeah. yeah. All right, good. Have you ever watch Broadchurch, by the way? No, but I keep hearing about it. Should I watch it? I don't know. I thought about starting it, but I, I wanted to ask B. you Arthur first. I think Arthur watched it, and okay. she likes it. All righty. Okay, unfortunately, yes. Okay, Taylor Swift had some sad news in an interview with Variety. She revealed that her mother's going through some serious health challenges. Uh, Andrea Swift was undergoing chemotherapy treatments for breast cancer, and doctors discovered a brain tumor. This is so sad. It is sad. Uh, So this is why she is going to take part of her tour. It's going to be limited. Her stop in L.A. and Boston, plus select European dates, will all wrap up around... Um, it is, it's going to be cut short because of her mother's health. Yeah, rightly uh, so. Yeah, and it's just you don't know how serious something is. So, oh, that's just 
I'm just, just just to have to to learn about it while you're already going through something else just had to be crippling. Absolutely. So, oh gosh, good thoughts for her. Okay, despite new competition from the likes of Disney Plus and Apple TV, Netflix is continuing to dominate the streaming wars. The company added 8.76 million global subscribers in the final quarter of last year, surpassing projections projections by more than a million. So they're still adding people. Yeah, this is the thing. You know, everybody was like Disney. When Disney Plus came along, they're like, bye, Netflix, bye. But no, absolutely not. If you, um, and I would recommend, there's a wonderful podcast called Business Wars. And um, there's one that talks about Blockbuster versus... Netflix, maybe? I can't remember who they mm. they start out talking about, but it okay. does deal a lot with Netflix and kind of the genius behind what's really going on. And it, it it will make you feel like don't count Netflix out just yet. I don't think so. I mean, it's so comfortable to us, too, for people to add on extra streaming services. It's, it's home. Like, you turn it on and you're like, I know where my things are. I don't know. People like familiarity. And the, the technology behind the, the system is so much more intuitive than you realize until you start to use services like Disney Plus and you're like, why can't I do this? Yeah. Why can't I find that? It's true. All right, that's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. That's a lot of dirt. Dirt alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended dirt alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. I gotta go. I'll be back in an hour. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. Okay, this Grammy Drammy is heating up, and we got all the latest here on Jason Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. Streaming live and doing everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Bradley in for Jason. He should be back next week. You know that he has been um, dealing with um, a family um, issue. His stepfather passed away last week, and he's there supporting his mom and getting her through that um and we wish them all the best and Mm -hmm. i know you guys um have been keeping track of everything on social media he's been good about posting stuff so if you have wanted to to hear what jason's been uh thinking about head to his social media platforms on instagram and twitter etc all right hey dawn yes so you brought this story up yesterday to us about some drama over at the grammys yes the recording academy the recording academy and um it really is kind of like a he said she said they essentially asked the head of the grammys to go bye-bye in the car car and she's like not so fast well we've got some new developments but um do you want to just give us like a little thumbnail of what we learned yesterday? Yes. So Deborah Dugan was the new head of the Recording Academy hired last August after uh, the other one was ousted for making comments that, you know, his his name's Neil Portnow and he had been the head for a long time. People sort of questioned him going, well, not a lot of women won Grammys that were nominated this year. Why? And he said they just need to step up and be better artists. And so... Awkward. I mean, they had to let him go. Yeah. Um, so she came in to plays, apparently shook things up, and she three weeks ago brought a complaint up to the had a memo sent to the HR department about various things um with uh voting practices that were not kosher. Yeah. Specifically like how people get nominated, how you know, things that weren't good for them uh also other issues within the company and basically trying to shake things up and then 
they suspended her because they countered her by saying, oh, your assistant said you're bullying people. So now we have to do an internal investigation. And they're basically trying to fire her, which people think is because of the issues she brought up to HR. She's like, you guys have issues. They're like, oh, you're a horrible person. Bye. Right. And now it's like this. He said, she said, well, yesterday she apparently filed a complaint with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission um, that is CEO, uh, now ousted Recording Academy CEO, Deborah Dugan. In this complaint, she alleges that Neil Portnow, the guy that was her predecessor, right, allegedly raped a female recording artist, which was, and I'm reading the quote, which was, upon information and belief, the reason his contract was not renewed. So she's saying the real reason Neil Portnow got kicked out and I had to take over was because he raped a female recording artist. Wow. So that's a shocker. Yeah. Right? And that makes you go, wait a minute, hold on. What? What's really going on there? Well, in her complaint, she said she learned of this accusation last May while she was at a three-day meeting of the Academy's board um, after she took the job. It's it, it, her Through her lawyer, she says, Ms. Dugan was hauled into a conference room and told for the very first time that a foreign recording artist and member of the Academy had accused Mr. Portnow, Portnow of raping her following a performance she gave at Carnegie Hall. So that is some, like, that is some stuff. What's interesting is then the Academy comes back and responds to that complaint saying... It's curious that Ms. Dugan never raised these, raised these grave allegations until a week after legal claims were made against her by uh, a female employee who alleges she created a toxic and intolerable work environment and engaged in abusive and bullying contact, uh, conduct. So essentially they're saying she never said anything until the, you know, there was a problem with her. Okay. To well- which. Well, I mean, they're just skirting the issue here, going, did this really happen? They don't want to answer that question, that everybody knew this. Yeah, exactly. And they're covering like, it up. Who cares when she told you? We can get to the truth behind that, because she says, actually, everybody knew this. So, and I dealt with it immediately once I was told it. Um, but, but to your point, the Recording Academy being like, well, she's not saying this publicly until now. It's like whenever I colored on the wall behind the couch as a kid and my mom goes, what's this? And I said, I did that a long time ago. You know, that's, well, you still did it. You signed your name, Don, you know. (laughs) I mean, whether or not you told people when you were supposed to tell people that that you heard something Mm -hmm. doesn't take away the fact that the something happened happened, or you need to at least investigate whether or not it happened, right? Right. Well, I feel like she is... I feel like that a lot is going to come out once her lawyer gets into this because he assures people, oh, there's a lot to know here and you're going to know everything in a 28 page contract is not is not going to scare us into not speaking about what was going on. So I think that she will definitely win this case. Yeah, it seems to me that, you know, I I feel like we've heard. Do you guys remember? I feel like there was a, a situation where this has happened before. Where um, a similar type situation where somebody brought up a bunch of malfeasance and they're like, oh, oh, I know it's um, oh, gosh, the name is I'm going to forget the name now because it's either like Martin Scorsese. It's not I don't think it's Martin Scorsese, but like Robert De Niro or somebody Mm -hmm. who had like an assistant who said he had created this like toxic work environment 
And then when she said that she was going to go forward with those allegations, they fired her and said she was like a horrible person who would just watch Netflix oh, all yeah. the time on the job. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. 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 And he was really creepy with her. He did all kinds of weird things. And ooh. Yeah. So I, I feel like in this particular case, uh, we're going to she seems to have like a legitimate case, right? Whether or not the allegations are correct or true, like the investigation will ultimately you know, figure that out, but she seems to have receipts in a way that the Recording Academy just sounds like they have sour grapes. Exactly. What's the chain of command here? Where does she fall and who are her supervisors or the people above her? Who is she answering to? Probably the board because she's the, she was the CEO of the Recording Academy. She's the head honcho and the board who was used to the, it's supposed to be a boys club over there and they're used to things just being swept under the rug and all these issues she was bringing up. They're like, you can't shake things up like this. We just wanted you in here to act like you were in charge. But we're actually in charge. (laughs) That's what it sounds like to me, because they needed to clean up the mess of public opinion about this creepy guy. And and he'd still be in place and probably the uh, the board's pet. Oh, sure. If he hadn't said what he said about uh, female talent. Exactly. Yeah. But they're apparently saying because of this. Yeah, they're saying that rape. these allegations, rape allegations, and it, and and I don't think you bring up somebody else's rape allegations lightly, right? No. Like you don't throw that out there unless you have reason to believe that that is actually true or sure. that those allegations are credible. I don't feel like you bring that to the surface unless unless she is totally, you know, maniacal and manipulative, and we have no evidence to believe that that's the case, right? So, well, more will be revealed and we will definitely continue to follow this story. But when we come back, Dawn, you have a very, very fun thing for us to watch on Netflix, right? All right. You'll tell us about it. We come back. right? Jason, have you ever actually sat down with a nutritionist and they ask you what you've eaten the day before? Um, Does my Jane Fonda workout tapes (laughs) from the 80s count as someone with nutrition? Uh not really. I think okay. you need to update and you need to go to Livia. That's L-I-V-E-A dot com. You can find 10 convenient locations in Minnesota and Wisconsin, first of all. So basically everywhere you drive, you'll see Olivia. They used to be Metafast, right? They used to be Metafast. Don't get confused. No. They're a great company. I lost 20 pounds on the program and I've kept it off for, you know, a year. And that's hard to do. Maintaining is the hard part. So thank goodness you have. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Of them. Yes, they're awesome over there. I go to the one in Roseville, but you can find a location, like I said, anywhere in the Twin Cities, uh, livea.com. You can call 855 Go Livia, and then they can tell you not to eat 
breakfast cereal for every meal, you like mean, they and, told me. Well, and when you say breakfast cereal, ladies and gentlemen, Dawn used to eat nerds for breakfast. <laughs> Did you know that My Talk 1071 is a proud partner of Destination Winter St. Paul, which features Wells Fargo Winterscape? It's a fun seasonal event that kicked off uh, in December. It runs still through uh, February 22nd of this year. It's at CHS Field. Daily at 11 a.m., skating is free if you bring your own skates, or you can rent a pair for five bucks. Visitors with a Wells Fargo credit or debit card can also rent skates free of charge. You can get all the details and more information at mytalk1071.com. Keyword, winter skate. Good morning. Welcome back to Jason and Alexis in the morning. It's Wednesday, January 22nd and 720. And Dawn has a wonderful recommendation for you on the Netflix. Were you watching some flicks last night? Yeah, I like to sometimes not. Sometimes it's daunting to get into a show I've been watching for a while. Like, for instance, I have I keep going back to The Walking Dead and trying to catch up. Okay. And I can't ever remember. Once I abandon it, I can't remember anything oh. other than I know it was around the time that Carl died. So I'll go back to the Carl death episode and rewatch that piece of crap over and over. And then yes. I get about four episodes in and then I abandon it because I want to watch something yes, like this. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. And you're never getting any further. I have to get through The Walking Dead, though. I have to. And I watch it at the gym. It's like a but... book. I listen to a lot of audiobooks, and I'll forget sure. that I'm listening to them. And then when I go back to listen, I'm like, I don't remember what I read. So I have to start at the beginning and that's, you know, like hours and I don't want to start over, but then I don't, but then I'm paying for these dumb books. I totally get it. I do the same thing with books too. All right. So, but what are we watching? You have something we can just leave walking dead behind. This is great. I, as a kid, I loved like, uh, Guinness book of world records. I would look through that book. I would check it out at the library. Two fat guys Um, on a scooter. Remember those two? Yes. 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 That's all I remember. Right. Uh, and then I would also, I love like Ripley's Believe It or Not. They were just show on and I was just fascinated with stuff like this. So this show is kind of similar. It's called, uh, it's a BBC show. It's called Weird Wonders of the World. Oh, it sounds fun. Weird and you Wonders can, of the World. You can watch it with your kids. It's family friendly. Oh, there's no porn? No. Okay, um, so one of, the first episode is chock full of so much cool stuff. And they kind of relate all the stories together. Like they had video of um, these primate researchers were fascinated by this video in India of these primates, or these macaw monkeys. One of them got electrocuted on the train rail. And another monkey came over and for 20 minutes did CPR on the monkey. He would throw him in the water. He would hit him. He was like trying to get him going. He was like biting his head and hitting him on the back. Eventually, the monkey came back to life. No way! I swear to God. Monkey CPR is a thing? They're like freaking out these monkey researchers because a lot of people were taking video of this. Yeah. And it took about 20 minutes and then the monkey finally just comes back to life and they're like, monkeys do CPR? What? Yeah. Did they find that this happens frequently or were they able to find other examples of it? Well, the other examples, <laughs> they yes. start. Sadly, I hope they didn't like a, let's see if we electrocute one, what happens? Well, the deal is, is that in India, a lot of those macaws, they're everywhere. And a lot of them actually make their way around the city on these power lines. And so they actually get electrocuted a lot. Oh. So they've learned and adapted to bringing their friends back to life. From getting electrocuted. So that's what wires. taught them how to do this? They're saying they have adapted to urban society and electricity and frequently being just like getting on the wrong wire and being shocked. 
That's insane. It's insane. Uh, That, and then I think the other one that was really fascinating, there were so many fascinating stories, but... um, And are these, can you tell me really quickly, mm -hmm. um, and you're talking about these weird wonders, this this weird wonders of the world series on Netflix, are they... Hour-long episodes, 30 mm-hmm. minutes? It's about 52 minutes, yeah. So then there's this other one that I just couldn't believe either. I have a clip of the farmer talking about his special goats here. Uh-oh. Okay. And so these right, kids have the genes for a spider in them. Yes. This is, it's insane. And where does the spider silk actually come from? <laughs> where do well, you get it? Well, it was designed so it comes in the milk. They, they look like such normal ghosts, but in fact, they're totally unique and, and, and bizarre. I mean, this is bizarre. I guess I would not say it's bizarre. I think that it's, it's, it's certainly different, but, you know, they're absolutely normal. I don't think... So basically, Wait, what this... now? Spiders in your This goats? biologist had fig- figured out in the DNA of a spider, because you cannot farm spiders. Spider yeah. silk is stronger than Kevlar. It's the strongest thing in the natural world. You okay. could actually build an airplane out of it if you had enough silk. Wow. Crazy. So um, what he did is he isolated the gene in spider DNA, took it out, and inserted it into goat embryos, just the gene for spider silk. Yeah. And now these goats... You take their milk and you can create silk. So you can. So the silk is milk. in the goat milk, or they take the goat milk and they have to run it through some kind of. Yeah, mom, what they do is they do magic. basically the process. Yes, magic. <laughs> the process of how the silk comes out of a spider. It's a very small little strand, and it's basically silk protein in their milk because ah. spider silk inside a spider is liquid, and they form it into. How it comes out of their body. So that's like spider milk. So spider it's web a spider, is Yeah, milk. it's a spider kid. Basically. Wow, spider kid. Spider kid. Yeah. That I had no so idea cool. that this actually existed. So now they're just like pumping out spider silk. Yeah, he can actually create. I mean, the amount of silk that they can get from these goats is just like Does a he, crazy amount. Is it like one guy who figured this out or gal who's yeah. now making like a mint? It's the guy who was talking on on the show. He's a biologist. Bet, do you have you heard of that CRISPR technology? No. So that's not a thing that you have in your refrigerator to keep your greens crispy. Mm-hmm. It's actually like this thing where they can edit it's like a gene editor. So it's like, you know, like a word processing program for genes. You can cut and paste and oh. uh like do different things to genes, turn certain bits and pieces on and off. And I wonder if this is the kind of technology that they use to make this happen. Because when this technology came out, I remember, and I know we're getting kind of nerdy mm-hmm. for 726 That's right. This is entertainment. It's on Netflix. Yes. Once again, it's called BBC's Weird Wonders of the World. But when this CRISPR technology came along, I remember watching a program and they were like, you are not even going to believe what is capable or what we are capable of with this technology. Because you can do things like take a gene from this animal paste it onto this animal over here i mean essentially you could give you could give moms spider milk right oh yeah. maybe so i mean you, you could, could just grow make your own people our very own oh. spider man that would be oh, kind of fun yeah 
So anyway, I was I had no idea that this was going on. Some people are like, oh, they're playing God. They shouldn't. Oh, be I'm doing sure. This. Yeah, there's people that are like, this is going to kill us all. <laughs> yeah, well, you drive in cars. Calm down. But I mean, it's just it's just amazing to me the things that are going on that, you know, we're, we're so concerned about whether or not Justin Timberlake and Justin Beale, Jessica Beale are a real couple. Yeah. But well, that's because I don't know that make spider milk. I don't know that people want to face the reality that we live in a world where we can basically create human, you know, animal <laughs> hybrids. So they yeah. would rather think about Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Haven't you guys seen Frankenstein? Gee whiz. <laughs> I love this. I did see something in the news related to this. By the way, can I just ask about the series? How many episodes? Uh, there are two seasons. I believe there are 10 episodes. And is this like a recent it's yeah. Uh, the first season came out three years ago. Okay. So, yeah, so yeah, they're on their Relatively second. Recent. There's two seasons. Um, there was another story I saw. The headline of it, I didn't read too much because you know I was trying to find the Jessica Beale and Justin Timberlake story <laughs> last night. Um, but it was about they had some puppies that they created out. They they were like cloned puppies in South Korea, but it was all part of some process that they have to bring back woolly mammoths. Oh, wow. And I'm like, I got to follow up on that because one of my dreams since I was a child, because, you know, they've always said, like, someday we'll bring back the woolly mammoth. Yeah. And I'm here for it. I know a lot of people are like, that's horrible. Don't do that. You're playing God. No, blah, blah, blah. Bring it back. Bring I'm, him back. Bring it back. Bring it Chocolate, back. <laughs> Johnny Pops are, are here. Woolly, woolly mammoths are here. What in the <laughs> hell just happened? Oh, my God. I'll see you tomorrow, weirdos. <laughs> Tomo- well, I should say, I'm out of here. If you missed, what day's show was that? Monday? Yeah. Where you, to- you told the, the story about Johnny the little Pops. kid who was real excited about the chocolate Johnny Pops at the right. grocery store? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. We're equally about. excited about the potato. Are you uh, yeah. here for woolly mammoths? A hundred percent. Why wouldn't you be, man? Come on. Yeah. I mean, I just want to see something that big. I just think about how big dinosaurs were. And you just would you bring see back dinosaurs? Yeah, yeah, me too. I yeah. would just make sure that oh, this is like Jurassic Park. I totally do it, but I think we start with the furry ones because, like, saber toothed tigers. I think they're less intimidating than dinosaurs. Get like the paleo whatever creatures. Okay, right, like the saber toothed tiger. Those were huge. Those too. giant camels. Oh, giant camels! I've never even heard. And of they those. have giant beavers too. Big ass beavers, you guys. <laughs> Those There's beavers a song about that, yeah. Big ass beavers, really? Uh, Winona had a big beaver. That song. Huh. Winona had a big ass beaver. Yeah, that's Who a knew? song. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I could have yeah, guessed. It's by I don't Primus. Know. Sorry. All right. Well, um, okay. We've gone down the line. We have gone road. all the way down the but hole. Honestly, let me say it again because we'll get a lot of emails. Please. And uh, Netflix, Weird Wonders of the World. When we come back, here's a Weird Wonder of the World. Um, Julianne Huff's husband says he wants to explore his sexuality in 2020. Does that involve his wife? We'll find out when we come back right here. Mild and dry, says Kenny. Two of my favorite words as I get older. Good morning and welcome back to Jason Alexis in the morning. (laughs) I don't even want to go there. (laughs) It was a little, you know, it was a little tease. I'm Bradley Trainer in for Jason, and uh, you guys, we have to talk about going there, actually. Um, sex. We have to talk about some sex. Are you fine with sex at 7.35 in the morning? Yes. Most days? Okay. Um, the headline is... <laughs> sorry, Stop I'm going to... Stop it. Uh, it's very enthusiastic. <laughs> so, you know Julianne Hough, right? Yes. Dancing with the Stars, actress... Uh, 
all around Instagram influencer lady, lifestyle brand, that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, she's beautiful and she, a great dancer. She is beautiful Her and a great and dancer. Both, yes. Um, but she's a little annoying on occasion. But anyway. Not a great she, actress. <laughs> so her husband is saying, I need you to explain this to me. Okay. Brooks Lake, and I don't know how you pronounce it, Brooks Lake, Lake. Yeah. He is Julianne Huff's husband, and he said now that. Now he's a hockey player, right? I or believe was? so. Yeah, against okay. sports ball. But um, NHL player. Yep. Okay. Brooks says that he wants to focus on exploring his sexuality in 2020. Focus on it. Yeah. So he was on this podcast and he was talking about, and the podcast is called How Men Think, which, you know, that's that's something I would like to know. Um, how Men Think. He talks about exploring his sexuality in 2020. I don't know what he means, because when I first read that, I was like, does he want to be a little gay for the year? Like, is this the year of like, hey, try something new? I don't know. It could be. Or it could just mean he wants to have more sex with Julianne Huff. The only thing I remembered about Julianne Huff that deals with sex is you'll remember, I think it was last year we learned that she's not, quote, straight, that she doesn't identify as straight. Mm-hmm. which is something she never shared with her husband, and he was, like, kind of surprised by it. So there was that whole story last year. So maybe that's connected somehow, but can I read some quotes to you, and you kind of... I feel like I need you to translate for me. Sure. Together, we're going to do this as a family, okay? Oh, <clears throat> as a family, yes. People think... This is Brooks Lake again talking about um, exploring his sexuality in 2020. People think that sexuality is just the act of sex. Of just having sex and there's so much more to it. Here's a question. This is an honest question for everybody in this room and every single person listening. Are you fully 100% um, fully expressed in your true sexuality with your partner? With everything? You could not imagine having a better sex life. Are you truly there? I'm not either. So that's one of my goals this year is to really dive into it. So then we're all essentially, that's a state of suffering. What? Okay, so we'll talk about... Oh, I'm sorry. I would react to diving in. Go back. Diving in? Uh, You cannot imagine having a better sex life. Are you truly there? I'm not either. So that's one of my goals this year is to really dive into. So then we're all essentially... That's a state of suffering. We're suffering if we're not... What? What does that mean? Now, let me go on. Okay. We're not tens of tens. It doesn't mean you're not the best performer. It just means, are you fully expressed? Do you even know who you are sexually? And I truly, to my core, do not. But I'm super excited about that journey to really learn about sexuality and also... What? Journey. And also get better at the performance of it, but (laughs) also just the understanding of who I am, who my wife is, that sort of dance. What the heck is going on with this man? Sounds like a horn dog to me. Like he's trying to come up with excuses to put it in other places in 2020. Is that oh, what I'm reading? Oh, put it in other places. Oh, no. But like a pumpkin or something? I, I see it a little bit sweeter than that, that he's trying to say that he wants to make a better connection with her and have a more intimate experience that isn't just banging it out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he wants to make sure that he is paying attention or... Uh, do you feel that like the it's fact- a more that it's a beyond um, just the physical experience, but maybe I'm being generous. Do you feel like maybe this was a response to her like four months after they get married telling him she's not straight 
And he's like, I don't, we don't need anyone else. I'm just going to try to be the everything that she wants, which means I got to get to work and make sure she's getting all her needs met in the bedroom. I guess so. What guy would do that? Wouldn't he be into inviting her girlfriend over? I mean, that's the guy. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Garage logic. That's, that's the guy thing. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah. That's the I know. way dudes think. That's the way Who's dudes gonna think. Who's going to get jealous? But when it comes to that area, let me just talk about that for a second. From Please the perspective do. Of right. some, I'm going to get my popcorn and yeah, watch these two uh, heterosexuals uh, talk a, about sex. I am not. I, I am not truly straight either. No, no, no. Know? I'm just saying. But what I'm saying is context. when I when when you want to go down that road, it doesn't involve a guy. Well, but that's what I mean. Like that's what, what Kenny's guys, talking are, about. The guys wanted to involve them, yeah. but really, I have no interest in a guy at that point. I mean, if. Yeah, the guy fantasy is what Kenny's alluding to. Yeah. The girl fantasy is what you're alert, alluding, alerting, or alerting to her. Sure, sure. That's what you're alluding to is yeah. that for you, if you're interested in a woman, you kind of just want the woman. Absolutely. You don't need the guy. You don't need Kenny in the corner with his spoon <laughs> yeah. of peanut butter and honey. That's absolutely true. And a video true. camera. Yeah, oh, exactly right. It just I'm doesn't, sorry, America. It does, that's not what it's about. So Yeah. You know. And so presumably that's not what it's about for her, although... I mean, well, you can't presume that. I mean, that's what true. if that's that, true? What if the woman's into that? Well, sure. If you're watching a lot of Pornhub, they are. But I but feel I'm just like saying for the most is. part... <laughs> Uh, uh, for the most part you know it's not that it's not that it's like not like hey let's all get together yeah it's it's weird i think men operate i don't think i know men operate on different (laughs) levels whether you're straight or gay because i think most men are like the more the merrier right we're all having fun whereas i don't know that i'm sure there are some women certainly who think that that's awesome yeah 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 but i also think on on average a gut reaction from a man is like three yes right and a woman's more like i don't need all that work no, I don't actually, need all that extra effort. Yeah, it's more about not having a guy there. You know what I mean? Well, see, the onus then is on the guy because everybody, every guy knows when involved in a menage a trois, the main goal for that guy is to make himself useful. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That's what you have to do. That seems like a lot of work. <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> that's too much responsibility. No, not so fun. You but know. This, uh, his whole conversation seems very 
sort of ooey wooey in a way that I can't nail down. Like what are I, like if I were in the room in that moment, I'd be like, what are you actually trying to say? Like you want to make your wife feel better in the bedroom? Okay, well there are a number of ways you can do that. Or explore your sexuality to me just means you don't know who you are sexually and you want to figure that out. Yeah, it, I don't think he. But who who's to say that he doesn't have a? He's in a way trying to say that he's not a hundred percent straight. Well, that would be amazing because I don't think you typically hear men, especially NHL players, <laughs> talk sure. about. And when and you see this picture, he spends a lot of time in the gym. I mean, well, more time than you. Yeah, uh, and I, I don't mean to rip you. But, no, I appreciate. I but, appreciate uh, that. Bradley you're spends to be honest. more time in the gym than anybody else on our staff. Uh, on I would uh, say. anybody I know, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I might have a man crush thing going. Uh-huh. But he's, <laughs> we can, come to, we can his, work out together. You want to get thirties? I'm not in my third. Did you not say you? Was in, I'm oh, talking about the hockey Brooks, player. Yeah. Don't think I'm weird here. I'm not hitting on you on the air. That's the weirdest break ever. <laughs> Kenny's exploring sexuality in 2020. You know, I hate to kill the conversation, but Please I know do. I know what this is all about. What is it? That's what I want to know. It's about increasing his downloads. This is all publicity. That's oh. all this is. All right. He's he's getting people on the radio to talk about it all across the country. Yeah, you're probably right. And now everybody's yeah. going to look for his podcast and listen to it. I wonder how the conversation came up because it was on someone else's podcast called How Men Think. Yeah. Oh, his podcast. Yeah. Yes. His podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So this is all just publicity. Does he play hockey anymore? No, he's retired. Okay. Oh, is he a good hockey player? I don't know that. Okay. He's kind of like a Tom Brady good looking in, I mean, you know, he's not like he doesn't have like a busted face or anything. So he, he got around the league. He played for a number of teams: the Senators, the Caps, and uh, well, the I, Leafs. I will say, to be real, um, you know, uh, plain about it, somebody emailed us earlier and said, "I just checked to see what her husband looks like." Yeah, my gaydar went off big time. Oh, interesting. So I just don't know. by looking at him. I mean, you know, for some people, they have a very fine-tuned yeah. gaydar. <laughs> oh man, Mine's we got to take a break. We'll yeah. be right back. Yeah. Pamela Anderson, secretly married, her fifth husband. Wow. Yeah. We'll find out who that is. It's actually a fascinating story, and Don has all, Don, Dwan has all the latest here on My Talk 1071. Good morning. It's Wednesday, January 22nd. It's just before the 8 o'clock hour. It's going to be a gorgeously not below zero day. Uh, more on that later, but right now, let's head over to um, Celebrity Town to read one of the biggest headlines that Pamela Anderson got married secretly. This yes. is a shocker. Yeah, Monday, she had a secret ceremony in Malibu. She married a guy that she actually dated for uh, 35 years ago, or 30 years ago. She and dated him 30 years ago. She dated him yeah. 30 years ago. He's always pined for her, pretty much. Uh-huh. His name is John Peters. And he's actually responsible for producing both the 1976 and and 2018 versions of A Star Is Born. Oh, that's crazy! Yeah, so, so he's been guy, around for a while, and they've known each other for a very long time. So it sounds like this is a relationship that just um, was always sort of out there mm-hmm. in terms of friendship, presumably. Now he's known. This is weird, but he's known as like a bad boy. Of Hollywood? What does that mean? This is what Pam Anderson said. Well, she likes bad boys. John is the original bad boy of Hollywood. No one compares. I love him deeply like family. His life used to scare me. Oh, that scares me. We understand and respect each other. We love each other without conditions. I'm a lucky woman. Proof God has a plan. He says about her, there are beautiful girls everywhere. 
I could have my pick. But for 35 years, I've only wanted Pamela. She makes me wild in a good way. Oh, oh boy. That's adorable. Is it? Yeah, I guess so. It sounds like they're trying to talk each other into it. Yes, <laughs> I agree, Kenny. Yeah, I mean, she went off and dated and married lots of other bad boys. Right. Uh, I didn't realize this was her fifth marriage. I know. I want to look up who else she was married to other than Tommy Lee. Here, I'll look it up. I can't remember. Um, Canadian. Has eh? the new hubby seen the Tommy Lee tape? Uh, Where he hasn't. Where he's steering the boat with it? Yeah, I've seen. Everybody's seen that, right? I mean, and Mm. if you are over 18, please find it. And and how is that not running through the back of his mind every second that he spends with her? Oh, God. Well, and then you know every husband since then is like, I mean, how do I compare? (laughs) Right, exactly. I think it's (laughs) like as good as Tommy Lee. I mean, maybe it's not as good, but like not bad. I'd just be like, you know what? I'll be out in my shop, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> just, but know, do you think that they a... even get hot and heavy? What? Well, like maybe they're two? just not even, maybe it's not sexual. Oh, I'm sure it is. Because, you know, sometimes maybe it just. Okay, here's who she's been married to Tommy Lee, uh-huh. Kid Rock. Oh, my God, right. Rick Solomon. Rick Solomon, who was a real creep. And Twice. Uh, John Peters. I don't remember John Peters, although that sounds appropriate for some. No, Korean his name, reason. this guy she married is John Peters. That's oh, his duh. name. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's the one. That's the current one. <laughs> she was married to, wasn't she re- married to Rick Solomon twice? twice. Uh, yes. Yeah, he's yep. a poker they got, player. So they were married in 2007. It was annulled in 2008. Then in 2014, they married and then divorced in 2015. Wow. Okay, so this marriage is going places. We think. Ooh, this guy had a high-profile relationship with Barbara Streisand. Yuck. For <laughs> oh, hey, what? Oh, I, I didn't know my Say mic was yuck. on. I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't know no, my mic was on. That was... You can't do that, <laughs> Barbara Streisand. What did she do to you, Kenny? <laughs> You've just been fished in. <laughs> oh my God, that uh. was funny. Oh boy, but Rick Solomon was Papa, a real creep to her, me? and it was just shocking that she married him again because he was just. An awful guy all and, around. He did a lot of... Uh, he married Shannon Doherty. He had issues with her. He's a creep. I do see they also... Wikipedia also lists a partner for her. Not They never married. But from 2017 to, to last year, she was with some guy named Adil Rami, a French pro soccer player. Mm. So that never worked out, apparently. And then she has... Uh, really, people thought she was... Um, uh, the the guy in prison, yeah, the WikiLeaks guy. She was I thought been that, completely enamored with him. That's what I thought. Her next, you know, her next foray into marriage would be is uh, Julian Assange. Julian Assange, because she would bring him like uh, vegan meals to the embassy in Ecuador. She would visit him. She would fly across the world to see him, and she was just like on a crusade for him to be. You know, or the Ecuadorian wasn't it like there was an Ecuadorian embassy in the UK or something, right? That well, he was stuck in. Well, he was in Russia too, right? Something I don't like know that. about oh, that. I thought he was hiding out in Russia. But that wasn't that the other guy. Oh man! Oh, we're real good oh, this morning. God. But anyway, I you know she would bring him food and then she would you know go on like a pita tear where she would talk about like animal rights because that's like her two things. Her two sure. things were Julian Assange. And um, PETA. When I see celebrities spending money who don't really have careers anymore, 
I just hope to God that they saved it. I'm just one of those Well, don't people. you think she's still getting a crap ton of residuals from Baywatch? Baywatch? Probably. Where's yeah. it air, though? Oh, probably is Germany. I'm sure Baywatch is because streaming somewhere, love... right? Oh, sure. Absolutely. My favorite show of hers, I'm not going to remember it now. It's where she was the... Um, the private, private eye. I used that to love hilarious. that show. What was that called? Do you oh remember? God, I don't remember. We'll figure it out. Okay. When we come back here on the Jason and Alexis show, we have to give you some royal updates, all the latest and more in the next hour, right here on My Talk 1071. Good morning.